Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala Qala rabbi shahli sadri wa yassir li amri wa ahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli Allahumma zidna ilma all praise and thanks is due to Allah Azza wa Jal. Peace and salutations upon Muhammad ibn Abdullah. Salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi. Peace and salutations upon his family, upon his friends, and upon all those who try to emulate him until the end of time. Continuing with our Masail on Zakah. Inshallah, today is our last reminder with regards to Zakah. And we'll be looking at some common questions that is asked with regards to zakah. The first one being paying zakah on jewelry. So our sisters, they have a certain amount of jewelry, mashallah, and they wear some quite regularly and they don't wear others regularly. So what is the hukum on this? Do we pay zakah on everything? Do we pay zakah only on the things that we wear? Do we pay zakah only on those things that we don't wear every day? So jewelry that has been prepared to be worn and used as an adornment is something which the fuqaha, the ulama of fiqh, the scholars of fiqh, they have differed as to whether it is wajib to pay zakah on it or not. The Hanafis are of the view that it is wajib, it is obligatory to pay zakah on the it meaning the jewelry that I use. Right? I will pay zakah on this. But majority of the ulama of the, the view that it is not wajib, it is not obligatory to pay zakah on this jewelry that is used every day. The more correct view, and this is, seems to be the strongest opinion, is that of the Hanafi Madhab. Because of the great deal of evidence including this or regarding this mas'ala. And suffice for us for today is one hadith. And this hadith, alhamdulillah, is quite clear. And before we get to the hadith, the first point is that it is wajib to pay zakah on gold and silver without differentiating whether it is jewelry that is worn or whether it is something else which is not worn or whether it is just gold or silver as a coin or a block or whatever it might be. As for the proof, as for the hadith, Aisha radiallahu anha, the wife of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. She mentioned that the Prophet ﷺ entered upon her and she says that I was wearing rings of silver on my hand. He said, what is this, O Aisha? She said, I made this to adorn myself for you, O Rasulullah. The Messenger ﷺ said, have you paid zakah on this? She said, no. The Prophet said, the punishment for them in hell is enough for you. This hadith in itself is proof 
that if our sisters wears the ring every day, if she wears her chain every day, if she wears her earrings every day, then she will still pay zakah on this. And this, like I mentioned at the start, seems to be the strongest of the opinions and Allah Azza wa Jal knows best. And when we find that there's an opinion based on the hadith and the hadith seems to be going one way and the hadith seems to be explained and the hadith is authentic, then we say sami'na wa ata'na and we take to that hadith and we follow the hadith once we understand it and Allah knows best. Another common question that comes up, I did not pay zakah for a number of years, what do I do? And this is a common question, maybe a brother, a sister, they were not very religious for a few years and they worked, they had a good job, alhamdulillah, and they were able to pay zakah for that years, but they did not for whatever reason. So let's see. Zakah is an act of worship as we established already towards Allah and it is the right of the poor. If a person withholds it, then he is violating two rights. He is violating the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he is violating the rights of the poor. And on this note, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, never for a moment feel, never for a moment think that my zakah, I am doing the poor man a favor. When I give him zakah, I am doing him a favor. No, this is the other way around. He is doing me a favor so I can fulfill my rights to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So now we know that there's two rights with regards to zakah. So after five years, alhamdulillah, the brother, the sister, they became religious and they made tawbah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, and He, it is He, Allah, who accepts the repentance from His slaves, and He forgives sins. So the right with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after the tawbah, this is complete. What about the right? <coughs> Afwan. What about the right of the zakah and the right of the poor man? So He will still need to pay this zakah. So how does he work it out? He should estimate the amount of zakah as best as he can. And Allah does not burden any soul beyond its scope. So if it is 10,000 rand for example, how much is the zakah for one year? 250 rand. So if the amount of zakah is 250 rand, then he should pay 250 rand for each year so times the 250 by the 5 and he comes to his answer and Allah knows best. But remember, if you did not pay zakah and you were able to pay zakah, then you need to make this up. Another question that always comes up, and this is with regards to retirement funds, retirement accounts, pension accounts, do I pay zakah or what do I do? Zakah is not due on your retirement account until it is time to cash out without a penalty. Right? I will repeat this. Zakah is not due on your retirement account until it is time to cash out 
without paying a penalty if the conditions of that account states that after a person reaches a certain age, for example 60, then he or she may withdraw without a penalty, then zakah is paid on that amount when you reach that age, which is 60. Each subsequent year, if nisab still exists in that account, you would pay on that account and Allah knows best. If your account access or this is not accessible, you cannot access the funds in that account or you will be penalized for early withdrawal, then you are not liable for pay zakah on that account. Zakah is only due on unhindered, fully accessible wealth which is actively managed by the investor. Any wealth which is lost, inaccessible, held in an illiquid state or cannot be accessed freely without penalty is not liable for zakah. If the wealth of the retirement fund is designed for the employer, employee afwan, then he must pay 2.5% of that amount only when he cashes out with the amount penalty at the time those funds are made available to him. If he or she chooses to cash out early and pay the penalty, then they must still pay zakah on the amount withdrawn immediately at the time of availability regardless of matching funds contributed by the employer or not. Another important question that always comes up, and this is our last mas'ala. He has invested money in the investment fund. So he has an investment fund. How should he pay zakah on this? Zakah on investment varies according to the niya, according to the intention of the owner. If he invested in the company with the aim of benefiting from the annual profit on the shares, and not with the intention of selling them, of making business with them, in dealing with them, trading with them, then no zakah is due on the shares themselves. Rather, he must pay zakah on the yield at a rate of one quarter of one tenth, yani 2.5, after every one full hijri year has passed since he took possession of the yield. But if the shareholder bought the shares with the intention of dealing in them, trade, then the zakah is the same as zakah on trade goods when the hijriya has passed since the shares came into, into his possession he must pay zakah on the market value at the rate of 2.5% of that value and of the profit if the shares have made any profit another important question and this is the last one is it permissible to give zakah to an organization to distribute on my behalf? And once I've paid the organization, is the burden of zakah lifted from me or not? To answer the first question, you are allowed to give your money to a reputable, a reliable organization that you trust and you know will distribute your zakah correctly. If you feel and you are able to give your zakah to a poor person yourself, this will obviously be better for yourself. And the second point is, is the burden lifted from me? 
Yes, it is. The moment I paid my zakah to an organization, if they don't distribute it within a month and they distribute it within a year, this is still fine as it is lifted from me. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to grant us success. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us the understanding. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our shortcomings, to grant us that we fulfill our rights to Allah and the rights to the poor. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we are heading close to the half of Ramadan, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps us steadfast, that we increase in our ibadah and that we start building ourselves up for the last 10 days of Ramadan. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik ashadu wa la ilaha illa astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.